And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, getting you ready for Baylor and Kansas State tomorrow evening. And former Baylor player Dan Brooke now joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, returning to the Matt Mosley Show. Dan played defensive end for the Bears at 1980 Cotton Bowl team and has gone on to great acclaim as a sculptor. And Dan, it was uh, I loved having you on a few months ago, and and uh, and I was thinking today about those unbelievable uh, statues and thinking about our our veterans, and I thought, man, I need to call, need to get a hold of Dan. I appreciate you being on today. Well, thank you, Matt. It's good to talk to you again. Happy Vets Day. Yes, yes, ab- absolutely. And uh, Jack Loomis and. And John Kane, those uh, statues believed to be the only pair of student athletes at any university uh, to have been awarded the Medal of Honor. And uh, and Dan, that has to be such a point of pride for you uh, to having been through that whole thing. And pe- people stop by, they take pictures, and I see young people and their parents explaining to them, you know, who those statues are and and. Uh, I it's they've been out there now for a little while. Um, it, it, do you? When's the last time you visited? By the way, I mean, like it. That's got to be an interesting thing for you to work so hard on something and then to put it out there into the world. And then I, I guess at some point you you want to go see them again. Do you? Do you get to see them occasionally? I do, Matt. I was uh, Coach Taff had me in uh, for the uh, Texas State game. Mm-hmm. And uh, we uh, were able to get there early. And I love to just stand far off and observe people interact with my work. So that was a big enjoyment. And it's it's rewarding for me to uh, to be able to see that. You know, another you, years in the future, that's, you know, it's going to be there. When you're doing something like that, like how much research do you like to do in terms of like, to read about them and sort of know the measure of, of what you're doing and the history of them. Cause you obviously you want to look at photographs, you want to get the, the portraiture correct and, and, and get that as close as you can and all that kind of thing. How much do you try to study and, and know about in this case, the valor of, of these two men? Read everything I could get my hands on. And, uh, you know, the family was very helpful with, uh, Loomis, um, you know, most of the Keynes family is, is uh, no longer around, but <clears throat> everything that's printed, any picture, any uh, compatriots that were still alive, anything that I could find, uh, you know, you want to gather as much information as possible and then just meditate on that. So you've really got a, a direction to take things with. So, um, you know, there, there's uh, there was so much to the backstory of both those guys. You know, Kane was one of the uh, survivors of the Immortal Ten bus crash, and you know, and then went on to fight in the war and uh, fly the bombers over the Pelosi mission, lead that mission. You know, Jack Lemmis was a all conference baseball and football player, and then he uh, played pro ball before he uh, joined the Marines. So it's just a uh, they're just Goliath on uh, courage in both those men. Just unbelievable. 
what 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 is it like when you see and you talk to those family members and then they get that first look? Uh, I, I would just think that would be a, such an emotional experience for not only them, but maybe for you, too, to kind of see what their reaction is. Like, do you do they get a glimpse of how things are going along the way or is it kind of at the very end they they see, you know, what you've done? Well, in in um, the case of the Medal of Honor winners, the family, Lemus's family, didn't see it until we unveiled it, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to meet uh, his niece. And when I saw her, it was all I could do to keep from uh, bursting into tears because her visage was so similar to Jack's, you know. And I just stared into those photos and tried to dimensionalize that for months, and to, to see her was to see him you know i don't know if that if i can explain myself correctly but you know and then and they were overcome with the statue so i kind of describe what i do is um cutting a diamond in slow motion so it's a big release for me as well as others when when we unveil those things how how long did did that take that process take once you were commissioned and then to to when the, uh, the those were those statues were unveiled. What was the what was that process, or how long was well, it? You know, uh, <clears throat> Haig Sherman and his wife commissioned me uh, to do that work, and and they called me. I don't know, probably two years prior, and you know, I had work in front that I was already you know financially committed to do, but um, you know, they went ahead and contracted with me, and uh, and. Uh, got in line so to speak so it was a good solid year or more to do both those subjects and do them right you know i don't let anything out of my studio until it's as um, masterful as i can as, as i can get it did did you feel a connection based on the fact that you had been a student athlete at baylor as well did that even did that even make it uh, more powerful that these uh, that that these two, you know, uh, war heroes had both uh, had both been student athletes? Did that feel give you even more of a connection? Most definitely, you know, and they were both farm boys, and uh, I grew up on a farm and ranch in Oklahoma, so it was something I identified with on every level. Except I didn't serve in the military. You know, I was a ball player, so with a Baylor student know rural upbringing just uh, there were all these tie-ins and then Haig's father was a West Point graduate served in the army so uh, everywhere and then I played football with Haig's uh, older brother Robert so you know everywhere you look there was Baylor tie-ins and similarities uh, every which way with that job so it was one of the most personal things I've ever had the privilege of doing so it was really yeah. gratifying when it was all over. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can only imagine. And you also did uh, the, uh, the 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 Grant Taff uh, unveiling happened at McMurray in Abilene, and you know it's part of the country that you're fond of as well. And and that, uh, I mean that that whole thing. You, you talk about full circle moments, and um, oh. and I remember when y'all were getting ready to do the big ceremony and. And Lane and the whole family was so excited. I cannot wait. Uh, that's worth a trip to out to uh, Abilene just to just to see that. What was 
what did that ceremony end up uh, being like? Because I remember we talked, I think, in the weeks leading up to that. Yeah, that was a big success. And the um, university is so happy with that. And uh, they've integrated that into the texture of their traditions already. And um, Coach couldn't have been happier. Me and Donnell were very, very pleased with it. The family as well. And Donnell told me I was spot on with it. You know, if the wife says, that's my guy, then you know you've, you've hit the mark. So, um <laughs> And it, to come full circle, like you're talking about, was that was really something I had to sit around and think about, you know, because the first time I laid eyes on Coach Tapp, I was 19 years old. And, uh, you know, at this stage in life, for both of us to to come together and do something that significant was very, very special. Have you heard from any of your former teammates that have been able to see that, that sculpture, that statue that's there on the uh... – on the McMurray campus? Yeah, there were several of them there. Uh, Troy Cooper I played ball with. Uh, Alfred Anderson was there. Uh, Scotty Smith, you remember him? He was a strong safety for us uh, yeah. when I was playing. They were all there, uh, which I really appreciated. I know Coach Taft did too, but it was great to see them. and uh, It was a big deal. Dan Brooke joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, one of the great uh, sculptors in America, played at Baylor. Uh, Dan, do you um, do you do you try to keep up with the Bears and watch these games on TV? You said you were back for the Texas State game. Uh, this has been a nice turnaround, hasn't it? The uh, the, uh, the Bears kind of yeah. getting back in it. Yeah, yeah, they have come such a long way. I mean. Early in the season, I think the Texas State game was the third game. You know, the line line play is always kind of sloppy and loose uh, at that stage in the season, and I honestly didn't think they would have the kind of year they're having now. So, I, hats off to them. And their quarterback's really coming on. they got a great running back. Reminds me a lot of Dennis Gentry. Uh, you know, if you remember him, he played for Chicago as a wideout, but he was a tremendous running back for us, and he and uh, – Walter, we're in the backfield, you know, and this uh, this kid reminds me a lot of him. Do you remember speaking of running backs when Alfred probably showed up as a as a freshman? Uh, you said out, Al- you saw Alfred recently. I still see him occasionally. Got the biggest pair of hands I think of any man I've ever I've ever. Al- Alfred yeah, Anderson he kept, was. <laughs> he kept growing after he graduated from college. I was, when I saw him, guys, you know Troy was there. Troy was a lineman. Troy's six four and two fifty. And Alfred was standing there by. I said, "Look, man, this guy's bigger than you are. This um, this uh, we ought to take note of this." <clears throat> but I remember um, when uh, Alfred decided to. Uh, signed with uh, Coach Taft. Coach Taft brought him into the locker room. We were just in the latter stages of the spring training, and he introduced him. And he, uh, he said, this is a incoming freshman, Alfred Anderson and all that. And we were all looking at him. I mean, he looked like he was ready to go in the uh, NFL draft or something just out of high school, <laughs> you know, kind of specimen that he was. But Alfred's a great guy, and uh, he's – He's worn his success uh, very easily, uh, comfortably, and uh, we all think a lot of him. He played quarterback in high school, and uh, what a what an amazing uh, what amazing player he was. Uh, Dan, what do you uh, 
what are you, what are you working on these days? Always kind of interesting to hear. I'm sure you have uh, several things. Is there any project that you can uh, share with us that uh, that you, that you've really been uh, pouring yourself into uh, in in recent days? Well, we're close to signing an agreement with a major university on a big project. Can't talk. I can't divulge much about that one yet, but we're close there. And uh, what I'm working on right now, believe it or not, is a sculpture of my older brother, who's uh, one of the fathers of drag racing. And uh, there's the Tulsa Speedway uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, is is, uh, erecting a monument to him. So that's another full circle that's happening uh, to me. It seems like there's one after the other where there's just such a close connection. But uh, my brother at one time, he held the world record in the quarter mile, and his contemporaries were Don Garlitz and Prudhomme and all those guys. So he's a lot older than I am, but when I go to the pits, um, the racetrack, you know, I was wandering through all those guys, and years later I looked at pictures, and it's like, okay, that was I was walking by Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth of, <laughs> of the drag racing world, you know, and they're hanging out in my brother's pit area so did uh, uh did, did he ever put uh let you ride in one of those did you ever get the feel for what that uh what that was like to to be uh, in a drag race <laughs> no you've got to uh really know what you're doing to get behind the wheel of one of those things so um you, you don't get that privilege just uh <laughs> and it's not nothing casual yeah, I'm thinking about drag racing. That one out in Ennis is the one I kind of recall. Uh, and yeah. I want to say the guy's name was like John Force or something like that. And and then maybe his daughter also did it, Ashley. Uh, but, man, you're right, some some absolute legends uh, in um, in drag racing. What an interesting family and heritage that you all have. Your dad, I think, was a, uh, was a bona fide cowboy. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and that was, that had to be, did you, so did you grow up, you know, roping, riding horses, rodeoing some, and what was that, uh, was that very natural for you, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Roped a few calves, rode a few bulls. I got way too big to ride bulls pretty fast though, but, um, you know, I roped for a good while still enjoy that. So that's a wonderful way to grow up. Yeah. Yeah, well, we were just in Norman to see Baylor win, and uh, I probably you probably have something right there either in Norman, Oklahoma City. You have that amazing sculpture in Tulsa. Uh, that uh, yeah. yeah, that's in, that's in, incredible. The uh, the uh, that pays homage to the Trail of Tears, and right. uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's an amazing. And I know that your Native American heritage is that's informed and and uh, been a huge part of your uh, of your art over the years but uh well listen i just i thought about you and i thought about those statues and i think uh, as we gather down there tomorrow we all ought to go over there and and look and and it could be even uh more meaningful uh this time of year and thinking about that dan i appreciate you being on with me oh thank you for having me man always good to talk to you second bear uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have to break the news. You'll have to come on with me when this is uh, officially announced with this university, whatever it is, and uh, we'll get the word out there. There he goes, uh, Dan Brook, uh, uh, one of the most famous sculptors in the country and played for Grant Taft, played defensive end on those 1980, that incredible Baylor team of 1980, and uh, is great friends with a lot of those SIG Epps 
like Kevin Stevenson and some of our other buddies there that will be gathering tomorrow at a tailgate uh, leading up to the Baylor-Kansas State game. All right, we've got uh, some other things to share with you. The latest on is Odeco, Odell Beckham Jr. going to be a Dallas Cowboy. We'll get into it next. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. 